like to invite our uh, gospel readers up to the chancel area. Instead of a traditional sermon today, we will be hearing the story of Jesus' suffering and death, beginning with his anointing and going on to the time of his death on the cross. This is uh, the story from the Gospel of Mark. It was arranged by Richard Stiltner, who's our choir director at our Master Center, and we're really grateful for the work he did in preparing this for us. You'll be hearing uh, the story in five voices as they share it together. Just before the Passover and Feast of Unleavened Bread, the chief priests and scribes were plotting. They were plotting to arrest Jesus by stealth and then kill him. But realizing that the celebrating crowd would most likely riot, they put their plans on hold. Jesus was at the house of a friend when something strange yet wonderful happened. A woman came into the room and began to anoint Jesus with some expensive oil. Some in the room were talking among themselves, saying how wasteful this act was. Wasteful, because the oil was worth almost a year's pay. Wasteful, because the oil could have been sold and all that money given to the poor. Then they turned on the woman and began to scold her. But Jesus interrupted them and said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good thing for me. You will always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do something good for them. But you won't always have me. She has anointed my body beforehand for its burial. I tell you the truth, that wherever in the whole world the good news is announced, what she's done will also be told in memory of her. Judas, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests and discussed plans about betraying Jesus. Well, they were very pleased to hear this and offered Judas money if he would follow through on his idea. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples asked Jesus, Where, where do you want, you want us, want to, us go to go and, and make, make preparations for the, for the Passover, Passover meal? Jesus began to instruct them, saying, Go into the city and there you will find a man carrying a jar of water. Follow him to wherever he enters and say to the owner of that house, the teacher asks, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make, prepara make preparations for us there. So the disciples went into the city, and everything happened just like Jesus said it would. There, in that upper room, they prepared the Passover meal. When they had all taken their places at the table, Jesus said something really shocking. Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, one that is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to one another, Well, surely not I. No, no not, not I. I. Surely I not, not never. No, surely not, not I. Never. Surely not, not never. I. It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. Woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one to have not been born. While they were eating, who took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them all, all of them drank of it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will never drink from the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, 
they went out to the Mount of Olives. When they arrived, Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But even after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though all become deserters, I will not. Truly, I tell you that this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them, all of them, said the same thing. They went to a place called Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be distressed and agitated. I am deeply grieved, even unto death. Remain here, keep awake, and pray. Going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the time of suffering might pass from him. Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. He came back to the disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake for one hour? Keep awake and pray that you might not give in to temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again Jesus went away and prayed, saying the same prayer. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He went away again and came back a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas arrived, and with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs. They had been sent by the chief priests, scribes, and elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So Judas quickly came up to Jesus, addressed him as rabbi, and kissed him. Then the guards grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But one of those who stood near draw his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a thief? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scripture be fulfilled. All of them deserted and ran away. They led Jesus away to the high priest. All of the chief priests, the elders, and legal experts gathered. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. He was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the Sahedrin were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death. But they found none. Many brought false testimony against him, but they contradicted each other. Some stood to offer false witness against him, saying, We heard him saying, I will destroy the temple constructed by humans, and within three days I will build another, one not made by humans. But their testimonies didn't agree even on that point. The high priest asked Jesus, Have you no answer? Aren't you going to respond to the testimony these people have brought against you? Jesus was silent. Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of, uh, of the Almighty, coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, 
Why? Why do you need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him. He deserves to die. Some began to spit on him. And to blindfold him. And to strike him and mock him, saying, prophesy. Then the guards took him and beat him. Peter was in the courtyard below, and one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. I do not know or understand what you're talking about. He walked away into the forecourt. The cock crowed. The servant girl talking with some of the bystanders said, This man is one of his disciples. But Peter again denied it. After a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly Certainly you are are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to curse and swear an oath. I do not know this man you are talking about. At that time, the cock crowed a second time. Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. At daybreak, after a consultation with the full council, the chief priests, scribes, and elders bound Jesus and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said it. Then the chief priests accused Jesus of many things. Then Pilate said, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. Jesus did not reply. Pilate was amazed by this. During the festival, Pilate would release one prisoner to the crowd, whomever they requested. Realizing that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him, Pilate asked the crowd, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas, who was a murderer, instead. So Pilate spoke to them and asked, So what do you want me to do with this man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him! Crucify him! What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more. Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas to them. And after flogging Jesus, he was handed over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace courtyard. They called for all the soldiers to join them. They began to torture and mock Jesus. They put a purple cloak on him. They twisted some thorns into a crown and put it on his head. They struck his head with a reed. They spat upon him. They sarcastically knelt in homage to him. They began to salute him, saying, Hail, Hail, King of the Jews! Hail, King of the Jews! Hail, King of the Jews! After mocking him in these ways, they removed the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to be crucified. They forced a passerby to carry the cross for Jesus. His name was Simon of Cyrene. They came to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered him wine mixed with myrrh. But he did not take it. They divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two thieves, one on his right and one on his left. 
Those who passed by insulted him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple. And rebuild it in three days. Save yourself and come down from the cross. The chief priests and scribes were also mocking him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now. So that we may see and believe. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi! Aloy, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling for Elijah. Someone ran and, spilled a, and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last breath. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion, who was facing Jesus, saw him die in this way, he said, This man was certainly God's son. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and the younger, and of Joses and Salome. These women used to follow him and provide for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem. Since it was the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea went boldly to Pilate and asked him for the body of Jesus. Joseph was a prominent council member who also eagerly anticipated the coming of God's kingdom. After Pilate was assured by the centurion that Jesus was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph brought a linen cloth, and taking down the body, wrapped it in the cloth, and laid it in a tomb that had been carved out of a rock. He then rolled a stone against the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where the body was laid. They saw, with their own eyes, where the body was laid. The body, the body of, of Jesus, Jesus laid in the, in the tomb. tomb. Jesus, Jesus in, in the, the tomb. tomb. 